0: Don't break me, Montan, there. It's 14 minutes away from eight. If you're a farmer, you probably love the groan of the header, the fields at first light, the satisfaction of a good harvest. Yet one day, your life, the land, will end. And what do you do if this isn't another generation to pass it on to? Cultivate Farms is an initiative that pairs retiring farmers with enthusiastic young agriculturalists to chase the shared goal of a joint ownership. And they've just listed a famous farm in Dad's World's Bridge. Sam Marwood is the founder of Cultivate Farms. Good morning, Sam.
1: Good morning, Rebecca.
0: Good to have you with us this morning. We spoke to you a couple of years ago uh, when you were, I think, launching this in the Mallee area. And um, how's that project going?
1: It, it's great. It uh, is it is a long discussion, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, talking about succession, yeah. especially with people who aren't in your family. Um, you know, that's the the long-held tradition across Australia and, and, and the world As farms uh, move down from one generation to the next in, in, in the family. Uh, and we think that can be something so powerful to bring new families into regional communities for those farmers who, who don't have family to hand it on to um, or whose kids don't want it as well. So we're all about just matching people and we're we're busily um, promoting and, and getting discussions happening across the region to, around this concept of sharing for, for those families who, who's, um, who don't have kids to hand it on to.
0: Yeah, these things do take time. And there's a lot of people who... Uh, want to own a farm who want to become farmers who haven't been fortunate enough to be raised as farm in a farming family or or had that fortune to to be able to take on a family farm so you're working at sort of matching up people who don't have anyone to hand it on to and somebody who does want to take on a farm but doesn't have one they can inherit so you're trying to match them up and get it working together is that right
1: exactly it's two sides of that that um that story there i think there are so many farmers out there who who you know, in my in my situation, my parents uh, just sold the farm. They always told me from a young age that uh, we kids weren't getting it. And so I knew that, well, unless I'm going to own my farm, I'm going to go do something else. And we hear that story uh, so many times. And But this this farming thing, you can't get rid of uh, in your life. And um, but, uh, but farming ownership just seems to be, uh, go hand in hand with that for so many people as well. So we're saying, you know, if, you, if you're not going to inherit... There are other pathways to, to realise your dream of ownership and, and that centres around sharing. So we're trying to keep farmers, next-gen farmers, at it, keep getting their skills and building their skills and, and showing them that there are pathways to own by, by being matched with, with great retiring farmers. And, and from the retiring farmer's point of view, it's saying, well, you can stay on your farm, you can age on your farm even if mm. your kids don't want it. And, and that's the
0: other thing, because a lot of people don't want to leave the farm, do they? They don't want to leave the farm, they want to work to the day they die, really.
1: It, it, absolutely, and I've had farmers in tears in discussions across the country who have only just found out about this this concept of being able to share. And you know, they're selling their farm in a couple of weeks' time. Um, you know, this this thing you've put so much effort into um, and built, and you know, and still got so many plans ahead. Um, and so many farmers we talk to just say that they've got so much vision for their land. It's just they're they're, they're running out of the, the the ability to keep things going. Um, so they need somebody else. Partner with, and that's what we say. What, what is your vision? What is your vision for the land? What do you want for your property? And still see it through, and, and bring someone else in who shares those visions and shares those, your values to, to help realise it.
0: Can you just give us an example of where this has worked and where, where this has been done?
1: We just made a match up in Gundawindi, uh, an eight thousand acre uh, cropping operation, and um, the, the uh, farmers they they don't want to sell the land just yet, but they're very keen to to get someone in that their kids. Um, don't want to run the farm, uh, and so we found them a number of farmers, and they put in applications, and then just one by one they had phone calls, and they met one farmer. They sounded great. They had a two-week get-to-know-you, and now they've got a share farm arrangement set up. Um, and the, the farmer, the farmers are just uh, full of life, and the, and the new farmer coming in is just so excited with the opportunity to to be able to share in the wealth and and, and be part of the decision-making of the farm.
0: So the person the farmer who comes in to to work on the land, they don't own the land or do they work towards eventually owning the land in the long term or how do, how does that arrangement work out?
1: All of the above, we realise there's no set pathway here and you know, we, we we outline to people all the different arrangements, vendor, finance, lease to buy a share farming. There there are so many arrangements that what we focus on is matchmaking people to make sure their values aligned and, and they get along. This is a very big thing to, to be doing in partnering. So we say, make sure you get along, your values are there, and then you can work with your lawyers and accountants around the details of what that might look like. But many you know, farmers are happy to, to slowly be bought out, for example, uh, uh, on the land. Um, Others you know, don't want to sell the land, they want to keep that in the family, but are happy to share the business side of things, like livestock or the property. Combination of the two. So we don't mind. As long as there's some sort of sharing of that the business of the, the farming operation, uh, maybe of the land, um, and some longevity and people get along, we, we don't mind the, the details of what the arrangement looks like.
0: Right. Uh, now, you've got to listed Daryl Deutsch's property. He's got the free-range turkey farm, uh, dadswoods Bridge. He's uh, one of only a few of them in Australia. and Of course, turkey farming is a unique industry. Uh, and people have to be very passionate about that. So, what's involved in a joint ownership or like that with with that farm?
1: Well, Daryl, he's open to ideas. I think because Daryl doesn't want
0: to leave <laughs> the farm, does he?
1: <laughs> no, yeah. puts put so much energy into yeah. a creative business, and so many interesting things happen on that on that farm as well. And um, he is just again after someone with the same values who understands the the value of hard work and understands the potential of, of building a really strong business. And, uh, he's after, you know, he'd be open to a vendor finance uh, opportunity is what we've listed there, but there could be so many other arrangements. Mm. again, it's going to be that conversation. And I think Daryl's just after someone who you know, he clicks with and says, yep, they get it, they, they understand what's required to make this work and they can see a long-term vision and um, I'm keen to work out an, a deal, um, an arrangement with them.
0: Because a farm like that, particularly with Daryl's knowledge, his knowledge is just so extensive about round turkeys from all, not just not just growing turkeys for meat, but for medical research and all kinds of things that that farm's involved with. For him, just to sell it and move on, he'd be taking valuable information. But to work alongside somebody would make a huge difference, wouldn't it?
1: That is just so. I get tingles thinking about that sort of thing. Um, you know, across Australia, there's so many people with so much knowledge on the land, and usually, you know, you sell and walk away. That knowledge is gone. Um, and we love that idea that you'll be, you can stay involved, you can stay and live on the farm. Um, if, possible and, and share your knowledge. Um, you know, so many people sell up and move it to town and sort of lose that connection back with their farming community and, and their farm, but to stay involved and, and to share that knowledge and uh, improve productivity of your community, uh, we just think is so powerful.
0: Um, so how, have you got people on waiting lists who want to take on farms or have you got a waiting list of people who, uh, who have farms they want people to take on? How does that work?
1: We've got both. Um, you know, we've got about 1,600 farmers in our database, and we know there's many oh. more who haven't quite signed up yet. It's all free to, to down to um, uh, put your profile up, and we've got about 20 farms available for matching. But I guess what we say to farmers also is, don't wait for that perfect farm to pop up in your region. Farmers come to us all the time, and we're helping them think through what they want, like we are with Daryl. But we say to aspiring farmers and retiring farmers, you can do this yourself. You know, regional community you know, community champions, you can be matchmakers. Mm. Um, we, it's not that difficult in a way. So it's just about creating those conversations. Hey, would you be open to sharing ownership? And uh, if you are, let's find you that perfect farmer to, to think about. And if you're a retiring farmer and you're able to offer that carrot of ownership, we just know there's such a burning burning desire within so many uh, next-gen farmers is that ability to own. And if you can offer some form of ownership, you're going to uncover some really amazing amazing farmers. So, so yeah, we say, don't wait for us. Yeah, check out all that. We've got all this free content. We're going to write a book very soon, um, and uh, have all this available for people to be able to uncover their own matches, their own, you know, their own farm ownership pathway.
0: And you've got some training, is that right?
1: We have a pitching program which we we're very excited about. We're about to start our fourth on March 11th, which is we work with next gen farmers or farmers learning to scale, and saying, well, you tell us and and others around you what you want. Um, and let's uncover opportunities to get on your farm. So it's, it is focused on pitching to investors, and we've got a, a, network, a growing network of people who want to back good farming and aren't after ridiculous returns. Um, and we're, so we're encouraging farmers to write their proposal around what farm investment they would want, how they would run it, and what they would do, uh, put the power in their hands. Uh, so we're you know, this template of pitching is available, again, for free. And again, people can do this themselves as well. It's, You have a plan uh, for wanting to own a farm or scaling a farm. There are so many people in your community who don't know you have that plan, Mm. uh, and probably have money or have a farm. Uh, And that's what we encourage a lot of people on on these programs: is who can you talk to? Who in your community? Real estate agents, lawyers, accountants, um, other farmers. All you need to do is convince one person. But without a plan, um, people don't know what you want.
0: And if you can take on a farm and you've got the support of the person who originally farmed the land and uh, with all that knowledge, it's, it's a huge amount of knowledge you can pass on and keep things running. So, um, all right. So, uh, lots more questions, but I do have to go, (laughs) but uh, it's really interesting about this one. I was just going to quickly ask you before you do go the, um, with the big push now, a lot of people in the cities wanting to move to the regions. Are you having any interest from people in the city wanting to take on farms or is it a bit or not so much?
1: Oh, absolutely! Like, you know, majority of the people we talk to are people who've grown up on farms or, or farming at the moment. But mm. you know, I think about doctors. Don't, people don't grow up being doctors or inheriting doctor practice from their parents. Uh, you know, they they aspire to it and they spend ten years getting good enough. And that's what we're saying to people anywhere in Australia. If you've got this bug for farming and you can't get rid of it, and and you love the idea of ownership, we're saying it's possible. And through that hope that they can own their farm. We're saying, well, go work hard. Go go work on a farm and become the best and continue to think of ways that you can own your farm and, and do that through sharing. So mm. we are getting more people who haven't um, been from farming backgrounds and we, and we want to encourage more of them. We want we want great entrepreneurs in the farming industry and, um, and this hope of ownership is, is a really big carrot.
0: Sam, thanks so much for your time this morning. Sam Marwood is the founder of Cultivate Farms, joining up people who want to retire from the farm or step back a bit from the farm with people who want to run a farm themselves.
1: Thanks for your attention. We know there are thousands of other things you could be doing or other podcasts you could be listening to, but you've chosen to listen to us. We appreciate your time so much. Please reach out uh, as we're happy to work through your farm ownership pathway with you. Let's get you farming.